So if you guys follow my content, you'll know that basically everything I've made this week has been about the killing of Takaya Young. And I haven't seen this get to the massive, you know, national media attention that I think it deserves in the same way that Jordan Neely did. But it's got me just as heated as I was for that for a lot of the same reasons. Plus, this is involving police. So we'll be talking about that here on the left wing. I'm John Cooper from Counterpoint Politics, joined by Desmond Price of the Independent Thought Podcast and TJ Whitehead of Power is Taken, Not Given. So let's get into it. Um, for those who don't know, real quick recap. Uh, there, there was an incident. This was in Ohio where Takaya Young was sitting in her car. Um, she may or may not have been shoplifting. We really don't know at this case. But there was a report made to police uh, by this grocery store that um, someone was shoplifting alcohol. Um, and there, there was someone sitting in their car. Um, and that was Takaya Young. So the police go up to Takaya Young in her car and they tell her to get out of the vehicle. Um, she refuses and like immediately uh they're like get out of the fucking car they pull out their gun and she by the way i didn't even mention this buried the lead she's seven months pregnant um they you know they, they she starts to pull away like she starts to pull out of the parking spot she's like blocked in and the officer's in front of her and he shoots her um shoots her through the windshield she dies um we'll play the clip of that now in case you know anyone wants to have any get rid of all benefit of the doubt the police have here Back in the service, 1828. Get out of the car. Then, then get out. No, then get out. Get out of the car. 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 Shots fired. Shots fired. To me, it, it is so fucking clear what happened. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video um, previous to this conversation. I now you had they did, but like what is most mind blowing to me is the amount of people who I've had in my comments uh, or stitching my content who are defending the officer in this situation yep and there are so many levels to why the officer is wrong that it, it i i it's almost like addressing the most obvious ones uh protect the smaller details of why the officers are wrong and are wrong on a systemic level in how they police people in these situations to such an extent that such a large majority of the population sees a cop take a gun out and point it at a pregnant woman sitting in a car and goes yeah no she should have complied with the orders and don't even like think like yeah but like why were they ordering to get out of the car in the first place why did they need to what if, if your goal is to question a witness question a potential suspect why are you telling them to do something they don't want to do? Why are you putting a gun in their face? How, I, I I do a job where I have to get answers from people all the time and never has putting a gun in their face crossed my fucking mind. Like, it doesn't make sense if the goal of policing is what you claim you think it is to protect the public, to, you know, find criminals and, you know, give them due process of law. Taking a gun out as instrument of lethal force, to me, is always wrong. Just taking the gun out is always wrong unless someone's life is directly threatened. And we've just blown by that. 
you know, people are just like, hell, you know, she should have, she, she tried to run the officer over. And it's like, yeah, but there were so many problems before that ever fucking happened that you're just not addressing. I've gone off. I, I, I could talk about this for the next three hours, guys, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I agree 100%. John. It has been just exhausting seeing everyone say, well, the cop's life was in danger. No, it fucking, no, it fucking wasn't. wasn't. I, 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 what is wrong? Like, is the cop made out of paper mache? What are you talking about? His life was in danger. Like, and also, she couldn't have pulled out slower and uh, and turning away from him. And I don't know this, but is it police protocol to stand in front of a car when there's but someone's behind the wheel? I can't imagine it is. Maybe it is, well, but that well, doesn't make him. Well, well, TJ, it's not police protocol. It should be not. It should like that's it should be not protocol to do that. It should be protocol to not yeah. do that. But often cops will do that because if they drive into them, that it gives them an excuse to shoot. You know, it, it it this is exactly the intention of him stepping in front of the vehicle to begin with. So he has an excuse to be like, I felt my life was in danger. But Insane. like, that's the problem that you need to address is that they should never step in front of a vehicle ever if they might feel threatened by that vehicle coming at them, which could result in the death of an innocent person. And yes. that should be so plain and obvious to everyone. And yet so many people just fucking fall for it every time. Yeah, yeah. And I also agree that this incident, tragic as it was, needs to be looked at in a broader scope and how policing and law enforcement is conducting this country. Uh, why on God's green earth are cops showing up for shoplifting complaints with firearms? Why? Like, th there's no reason. Well, also, I don't know how this happened, but how fast did they get there? I mean, is she, is they she were, they were coincidentally in the parking lot. So, okay. So like, all right. I was curious this, about this that. Thing. It's like, wow. This, this, a... this whole department has 17 cops in it. Like, like, like this, this department, I think it was 17. Wow. It was something like, I'm pretty sure we're 17, but like they were just happened to be in the parking lot. And like a clerk was like, Hey, I think she's shoplifting. Like that's essentially how this happened. Okay. I was wondering how they got there so quickly. Um, mm. But the fact that they, that, 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 that our cops carry guns for every situation is insane it's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. i mean think about this think about this if you're playing your music too loud on a random thursday night and it bothers your neighbors there's a decent chance that an armed representative of the state will show up at your door and say how about you turn it down a little bit buddy yeah, like steal my talking points again that doesn't make sense in any universe whatsoever like what do you have a gun for what are you afraid of and what's interesting is that if you actually talk to cops uh they don't like doing like noise complaint shit because it's 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 ridiculous like it's taking like that's not a police matter. Like it, it, they shouldn't involve them. And so what cops will ask uh, people who call about that, a very, a very legitimate question. They say, okay, did you go over and talk to your neighbor and ask? Cause a lot of people don't, they, they just go straight to the cop. Did you go to your neighbor and ask them to turn the music down? Which I think is a good question that we should encourage that. But what I find funny about that is if you showed up at your neighbor's house at 11 o'clock at night with a gun strapped to your waist and said, Hey, I think it'd be a good idea for you to turn down the music. There's going to be a problem. You'll probably get the cops called on you for doing that. Now, it's, it's an obvious implicit threat. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you probably won't go to jail. It's not technically illegal, but I guarantee you will be on the cops radar for doing something like that. So 
the cops like to say that, well, you know, we have these weapons because, you know, you never know when a situation might go south and our life might be in danger. But, you know, like you mentioned, yeah, that's regular people do that all the time. They do it all the time and they don't need to hide behind the gun to do it. You know, it's cool when they do it, but it's a problem when I do it. That That's the police motto. I want to address this from both the left and from the right perspective, because I think this needs to be talked about a little bit differently mm -hmm. um, than how we normally do it. Because we always, whenever these happen, this is a multiple times a year thing anymore, right? Yeah. Just for years and years and years and years now, uh, the police killing an unarmed black person, then the left comes out to attack policing. The right comes out to no matter no matter what the situation yeah. is. You, you know, it doesn't matter what the situation really is. The right will defend the police officer because they got a they got you know they have that shirt that they have to you know like live behind. You know the the blue flag shirt. So um, was it thin blue line shirt? I'm trying to say thin here. blue line. Yeah. Which, by the way, was a movie about cops covering up a cop doing something wrong, which I always thought was pretty funny. No, the irony is on purpose. <laughs> Let's not pretend. Okay, so. First of all, if you're on the left and you're asking yourself, like, what needs to change in this country in order for these things to stop happening? First of all, stop going to the Democratic Party nationally and thinking that they're going to do anything. They all denounced anything involving defunding the police. Cory Booker laughed about it in the Senate chamber. Joe Biden has come out and said multiple times that we need to fund the police. He said uh, in Georgia when he was running for 20 in 2020 for election that he was going to sign the George Floyd Police Former Act within a year. He has still not done it. It was something that he was unprovoked in saying he would do. So the Democratic Party at large, they're just not interested in this. For whatever reason, I can expound multiple reasons why I think they don't want any interest in this. But the reality is they want no interest in this. So if you're on the ground level asking yourself what we need to be doing differently to address policing in America, because it's fucking horrendous. Your local district attorney's races, your local city council races, your local mayor's races. These are people who directly have control over the police departments in your area. Because as you said, TJ, these are members of the state. These are members of the state. And I want to talk to the right specifically. It is just mind-numbingly stupid that so many people on the right seem to have this affinity for the police when they are the government. Like when you talk about the IRS, for instance, you're like, hey, the government's <laughs> coming to take my money. Well, the IRS is just an agency of a government the same way the police are an agency of the government. So if you want to expound that one agency is the government, but another agency isn't the government, doesn't really make any sense. The police are the government. So let's try something like this. The right's really good at branding and doing things of this nature of trying to like reshape conversations all the time nationally. I'm going to stop referring to the police as the police. The government shot that lady. The government shot like that, that lady. I like that. They, they denied her due process. lady and with no due process. Is that the, the world that we want to live in, conservatives, where the government can just shoot people whenever they want to? Is that really the free America that you're all championing? Because honestly, I don't understand in any way, shape, or form how people who are so anti-government, who are so pro-Second Amendment because they're afraid of a tyrannical government, are also cool with the government killing people whenever they see fit. Well, it's not whenever they see fit. It's whenever they kill the right people. Like, uh, <laughs> all, they, all of a sudden, they really hated cops when Ashley Babbitt got shot. They got a real problem with that. But, uh -huh. you know, you, you, kill, you kill the right person. And the guy, oh, yeah, of course, we got to protect our boys in blue. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. The, the 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 prosecution against Donald Trump. No, that that that's bullshit. That, that's no. that's government overreach. But a cop 
standing in front of a vehicle and shooting a pregnant woman who is and and I swear to fucking god that you you anyone who doesn't believe me go to my TikTok and you will see people being like she tried to run him over and it's like are you watching the same yeah, video as me she's so like she's so clearly pushing just past trying to get out of the spot like it's insane and you know you know how you said with the branding you know i i i said a couple of weeks ago on this channel that the left needs to stop treating like individual cops like all cops are bastard i think yes. that's a terrible thing to yes. say because all cops aren't bastard there's a lot of good cops out there there's also a lot of cops who have been legitimately terrified by their training and are trigger happy because they genuinely believe that everyone is everyone's about to pop out from behind a corner and kill them because of the systemic like this the system of policing is training them to do that and the system of policing can train them to do the opposite and so this is what i say to conservatives you're always talking about how we need to take more personal responsibility for our actions and i'm just asking you to apply that same level of reasoning to the police it is we do not pay civilians to comply with police you are perfectly within your rights to shut up and never say a word to police when they question you it is the police's job to get the public to comply with them to gain trust with the public if they can't get this suspect to answer their questions and they rely to use lethal force a threat of lethal force against her to do so that's a shitty way to get someone to answer your questions honestly and actually get to the bottom of that case it's not going to be effective it could lead to innocent deaths in fact there are several places in this country where it's illegal for cops to shoot into moving vehicles because if they kill the person that vehicle becomes a missile that could kill innocent bystanders and if you're telling me that that is an effective means of policing that is the the policies and procedures that are going to do the most good you're insane <laughs> like it's just not there were many you any reasonable person can look at that and go there's many things the cop could have done better to have solved that situation it never had to get that way and if you took the level of personal responsibility you expect children in poverty to take to feed themselves just apply that to the fucking police and see how you feel about it yeah you know, i want to double down on that really quickly you know well, not double down i, I want to expand on that really quickly john mm -hmm. before, you, before we get into tj's point here this is the part that i really want to just like hit home for people you know i, I think it is obvious to me that the way that we've been talking about this on the left is not it's not good enough it's not good enough it needs to be more targeted you know because at the end of the day what that police officer did is not going to be deemed illegal and we have to address why that is that's because there are the local because every police department you know is governed by the rules of their community so we have to ask ourselves why are so many communities allowing this to be legal because the police departments are governed by the local municipalities so if you are in a city your mayor's office directly controls, directly controls the police. And so if you're wondering why your police are allowed to do certain shit that you're like, how the hell are they able to do that? Your mayor and city council are allowing it. And these are the things that we need to be focusing on. I, I am a really big proponent of local politics. These people are super accessible, usually, unless you're living in a major city. But these people are usually normally like really accessible, easy to contact, you know, like get in front of. We really need to be hammering home in the on the local level that these things need to change because 
Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to really do too much about policing from a national level, kind of yeah. given the gridlock in the Senate and the House with the Republicans. But on the local level, you can legitimately change how your police department operates. And I think more people need to just be aware that this actually is one of those issues in our society that we probably can have more of an effect over if we were a little more organized about it. Yeah, uh, that's a, a great point, uh, Desmond, because uh, I remember this happening uh, during the George Floyd uh, you know, situation and the Minneapolis uh, mayor was under a lot of pressure to change uh, a lot of the uh, policing procedures. The, the problem is like the reason that, you know, local communities control police and it's still shitty is because the people the cops terrorize don't vote. That, that that's what it is like the people who vote are going to be mostly you know middle class affluent people they're the people uh who who actually for in the in the rare cases in which voting actually changes something it's going to affect them or, or benefit them like people who are the lower you are on the socioeconomic ladder the less politics matter to you and so you're less likely to vote and uh that that that's why uh that happens and what john what you mentioned uh was a great point about how a lot of uh, precincts say, hey, don't shoot someone in a moving vehicle for very obvious reasons. And you also, a lot of precincts say, hey, don't engage in high-speed chases because you're more likely to kill people. And uh, whatever you're chasing them for is is not worth, you know, your life and the life of the people and, and, and others. And I, I, I really, really want to hammer home your, uh, your thing about all cops are not bastards and everything. Because look, I get what i get what they mean by that like i get it but sloganeering on the left has never been our strong point you know it's always like incredibly uh off-putting and uh <laughs> and, and detached from uh normal people but like because we we keep we make the same mistake the right wing does like when the right wing says uh, well you know this person's a criminal because he's a bad person and it's like listen the cop whether a cop is personally racist or not I got to tell you, I don't care. I, I don't. Uh, the system uh, is forces the cop to act in a racist manner. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Like the system says, hey, flood black communities, flood Latina communities, flood poor communities with as many cops as possible. Uh, you know, they do drugs at the same rate as white people, but they're going to be arrested more, which is going to, you know, destroy uh, the family units. It's going to destroy social cohesion. It's going to strain relationships between the community and, and uh, the government. It's all downhill from there. But if a cop is good, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. It's like it's like if you lived in uh, 1910 or something and you're a black person living in 1910. Not every white person is was a racist back then. But every white person was participating in an incredibly racist system that hurt you. So, yeah, they're good. But, you know, who cares? It doesn't really affect me all that much. And uh, I always like to say, actually, I don't I stole this from the, the late great Michael Brooks, uh, who said that we should be uh, what do you say? We should be, you know, uh, very harsh on systems and very caring about people because the system is really what matters. If you fix the system, you can fix the people. And we make the mistake of focusing on the person too much, which we make fun of the right wing for doing all the time. But that's that's the real reason to I mean, the real way to solve this problem is to to look at it on a broader scale and saying that cop is a racist. Like, OK, maybe he is, maybe he's not, but it doesn't matter. Like what matters is what his goal like. And also, like, even with policing in general, like uh, I think, Desmond, you mentioned how 
the cops don't really exist to serve and protect. They don't. They exist to, well, they do, but it's not us. They exist to serve and protect capital. And the best example of this, I'm sure you are both familiar with, is let's say you own a restaurant or a grocery store and you have food that is expired, like it expired yesterday. So it's still good, but you can't legally sell it. You throw that food away. If if if, if a, a homeless person comes to that dumpster to, to get that food you threw away, you call the cop, they call the cops on them and the cops will arrest them for stealing food that was thrown away. That That happens all the time. So the cop is more interested in protecting the profits of the business than they are, you know, the hunger of the homeless person. That's the, that is the perfect enca encapsulation of what our police force does. And it's not here for us. It's here for capital. Hey, guys, thank you for watching to the end of the episode. We actually wanted to talk a little bit more about this. So we made a new episode on this topic where we discuss the strategic merit of how we tend to tie anti-police rhetoric to racial rhetoric in this country and you know whether it's a strategically good decision for the left. Um, so if you're interested in that, make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll be releasing that video soon.